Keeping alcohol has many forms by which he catches man. He is a beast of many horns and ever thus has been. For there's rum and gin and beer and wine and brandy of log with you. And hawk and pot and flip combined to make a man. Wee! Sorry, I did on the other one. I did it with. We, we, that was, so we, that was we, worse. We tried to pre record uh, or redo do a little intro and then we, we sat there and talked for like 10 minutes and realized. Um, I hadn't really hit record. <laughs> First time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know me. Yeah, it's 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 embarrassing sometimes. That's what happens. You technology. Rubs it away, doesn't it? Just you, know, you what? Yeah, technology and you don't get along. No. Well, yeah, which is odd. That's why you're our IT guy. Yeah, that's why I'm the IT guy, <laughs> and, and I do that for a living. And and oh look, Roach's wife made a friend. <laughs> look at that. He's already all hanging out with you. <laughs> We're at the dog friendly. Uh, we are here at the dog friendly here. 1056. Yes, 1056 Brewing in Knox, Indiana. And uh, yes, it is dog friendly. Uh, this is an awesome place. Mike and Erica, uh, the owners and brewers, and uh, finally got here. We, we've known you for over a year now. Yeah, we were we were going on that. We, we were, were in, in our in our failed recording of the uh, our other intro. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking. Has it been about a year since you were at Tippies? Is that what we, we did the. the that's where we met. Yeah, yeah, that's where we met. But it's been about a, it's year, been a year, hasn't it? At least, I think. Yeah. At least. Yeah, yeah. I think so. So yeah, I mean, that's when we got the uh, the the pizza beer, oh. and I think you had the peanut. <laughs> but I think you might have the peanut butter one at the same time too. Yep. And then something else. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Brandon was like, "No, it was Halloween." I'm like, "No, Halloween was when they had the pumpkin muffs." No, it was the last one. That was, yeah, that, that was the last time we saw them. Yes. So yeah, no, that was a that was. No offense. Your pumpkin muff is awesome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give her the credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll take it. We're glad to be here. Well, thanks, you guys, for uh, inviting us out here. Oh, thank you. Uh, Saturday afternoon at uh, 1056. What, what's been going on? I mean, when did you guys actually finally open? Because I, I mean, we were at Tippies. You guys weren't open yet. So when, did you, when was the grand, grand opening? We moved operations into this building on July 6th of last year. Okay. And so we were able to expand into having a tap room, having distributed for three Mm -hmm. years before that. We were pretty excited to have a tap room where people could come sit around with us and enjoy it. And things have just been kicking along splendidly since then. Are you still doing as many festivals as you were back then? Are you trying to cut them out a little bit more? You mean you just got a lot more work to do with, you know, being here now. Absolutely. Are you trying to pick and choose a little more? We do that. Yeah. We have so many in a year that since it's just Mike and I, and we are fortunate to have a few friends that, that have servers licenses that will step in as needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we're pretty glued to the tap room too. So now when we choose a brew fest, it's not both of us going. We have to divide uh. and conquer. So we tend to pick the ones that, A, we enjoy the most, and B, that we know that are in a market where we can reach people that are that makes sense for them to get to us. So right. an Evansville or Bloomington Brewfest while we oh, get yeah. invited to those all the time. It just right now that doesn't make sense. It's a long it. trick. It truly is. And every Brewfest is a twelve hour day if it's only an hour away. Yeah. So you put something at the bottom of the state, you've got an entire weekend for yeah. one brewfest. Yeah. And if it's an outdoor brewfest and under forty degrees I tend to work here. <laughs> I stay at the tap room. <laughs> so you do frigid digits? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I pick and choose. Way to go, Manly Mike. <laughs> I'll take one for the team and cover yeah. the tap room. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so warm in here. <laughs> Way to be chivalrous there, sir. Oh. He's done He he's done his duty on the uh, 
And it's a big duty. Yeah. He did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because you were yeah. uh, you were the you were motorcycle cop, right? Yes. For years, right? And then yes. We uh, we said on the last one. Thank you for your service, by the way. Thank you. Um, I don't think local law enforcement gets enough. They usually you know, bad rap sometimes, but everybody's there for safety, so we appreciate mm-hmm. that, man. Thank you. Um, are you still? Uh, you said you wrote. Did you? Did you? You finally got a ride. It's been awful today, so it's a little nasty today. Uh, have you been able to get out riding yet? Much uh, um, last week. I last think week, we got a did day you? In yeah. We, Probably could have yesterday. We were just too busy. Yeah. Uh, one day you can ride, the next day it's snowing. Oh, you know that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until uh, in another month, and then it's just going to be yeah, right. oh, hot all day long, <laughs> every day. Too hot to ride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> too hot to go out and do brew. Too hot to ride. Too hot to go out and do brew fast. He'll be yeah. in here in the air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little about 1056. Obviously, with the name and uh, you know has to do with the, you know, but I want you guys to tell that story. What? Where's it come from, and, and how did it get started? What's that story? Uh, the 1056 comes from my time with the state police. Right. That is the Indiana radio code for a drunk person, public intoxication. Um, the wheel and wing symbol came from my time as, as a motor unit. That's mm-hmm. our symbol for that, yeah. too. So we just put them together and seemed interesting enough. <laughs> and I'm not sure who even came up with it between the two of us. You remember, who, you remember who did your logo? Uh, she drew the very oh, okay. first logo. It started out as a pencil drawing, and then I got some friends who were good at graphic design to get in and, and turn that into a usable JPEG that I could put out and, mm-hmm. and use for different things. But over the years, it's just sort of evolved. It's, it's always been the wheel and wings, but it's evolved a little bit. Awesome. And I don't know when we came up with the with 1056, but before we ever started our LLC and knew that we would go into business and open a brewery, we always knew it would only be 1056. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what, what got you into brewing, though? Because, I mean, wasn't it started kind of as a hobby and just kind of uh, something to do? And yep. It was I, a bu- Christmas I bought present. Mike a, a five-gallon homebrew kit, just like everybody else starts out. But no intention of, of doing it. I mean, it was just a... Not at the time. Yeah. I think we just wanted to have some fun, brew right. some beer, and we brewed our first beer. And when it turned out good, we sat and laughed all night long <laughs> about it, and we couldn't believe how good it turned out. Nice. So we got a second kit, and we brewed another one, and we did the same thing. Y- you know, you can reuse those. <laughs> you didn't have to throw the first one away, right? Uh, I like that idea. So uh, along the way, we decided kits are great, but unless you're yeah. filthy, you can't screw up a kit unless you mm-hmm. don't know how to clean. You're doing so. the, yeah, doing the yeah. kit and the extract. You were doing extracts, yep. yeah, Absolutely. straight up extract beer. Yeah, gotcha. So I decided I wanted to do an all grain beer. So I started doing some research and designing a couple recipes, and we went out and bought grain, and we brewed it that way, and that turned out good too. And then we looked at each other and said, "Wait a minute." <laughs> <laughs> did, did did we even do? I think we did one extract beer. We did the first and one. Then, and yeah. it didn't come out well. No. And then we no. said, screw it. We're going to go straight into all yeah. right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> we, started to, we went straight into brewing bag. Literally just straight into it right after that. And we, we, we had a few hits and misses. Yeah. Mostly yeah. misses. Yeah. I, I, still knew we were, I knew we were yeah, deep when big, bigger kettles started showing up Yeah, the she, started, she just yeah. started ordering. She's just like, ordering. oh, well, we're good at this. So <laughs> at least, well, at least, uh, you know. You knew uh, you, you had someone directed everything and you know telling you what to do. So you know, <laughs> come <laughs> yep. on, now. say we're going to do this. <laughs> uh, we were sharing so much beer that uh, it did become evident that we could brew some beer. So we decided we could probably profit off of it. And uh, well, that's always a huge leap to make. I, I do got to ask though, I because like, um, where did you start? I mean, were you read any any books you were reading? I mean, any anything like. 
where did you start figuring out how to do the all grain and all that? I mean, like Jordan, um, one of the pigs, he started, I think he got a book. I think yeah. he started reading yeah. off a book. But mm-hmm. anything out there for the new brew, you know, oh, for the yeah. people who are doing homebrew that you used, you know, give some advice out that you used to the book, internet, what, was it just all of it? Our first book was uh, Homebrewing for Dummies, actually. Are you shitting me? There's a no. Homebrewing for Dummies? <laughs> yep. It's got a lot it's of great recipes in yeah. it that show extract brewing, but then it gives you an alternative grain recipe as well okay. and so started with that went into a few other ones and then radical brewing yep, that, that was our second one radical beer radical brewing is another book yep. okay awesome uh and then just reading up on the internet and uh, yeah. you can find everybody's recipe anywhere yeah. so there's pretty not much, many secrets yeah. they're they're really it is amazing that yeah you really kind of can't but that's always been the craft industry right. it's not really nobody's really hiding anything other than you know and actually no one really Anybody we talk to usually doesn't hide it. It's like no, oh, very yeah, open and I yeah, brewed that a, for an hour and yeah, a half, and then, the, and, then, yeah. you know, and then put it put the hops in for another half hour and blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I'm sure everybody's got their own little things that they're you know some tweaks. And, yeah, and, and you know what? Even if somebody could put an exact recipe on the internet, they're gonna do it the same way. You're not. No. Everybody well, has their own little the techniques. Water. Right. And well, the one difference in water. In difference yeah. in water. Oh, yeah. How how good is your heat control? Because right. when you're mm-hmm. doing it just in the garage, and you got a propane, you got a you got a flame. Yeah. If you're not stirring, and then you got the bag, and then all of a sudden you just shift in the bag, and all of a sudden the temperature <laughs> changes by like 20, 30 degrees because someone decided to shift the bag in there a little bit. It's a yeah, it's a giant pain. We uh, our bigger jump was we were uh, really good friends with the uh, owners of Twisted Kate's Brewing up in Laporte. They they befriended us and helped us along and helped. But she started brewing with their brewer right. and um, that, that got us. And, and that's yeah. actually their equipment when they went out of business. Oh really? We got their equipment. We that were was on a mm. one barrel when yeah. they went out mm-hmm. of business, and so we upgraded to the three barrel when they right. closed up. And so you were basically kind of interning over there, a little, uh, a little apprenticeship. <laughs> yeah, a little fun here and there, a couple <laughs> brews, you know. Just well, you can't you can't brew beer and not drink beer at the same time. True. Absolutely. Did you guys still do that? Got uh, a beer in hand? Not, I'm usually not so busy. Uh, we're hydrating a lot while we're back there. It's hot, and you got a lot of lifting to do. But, yeah, we still, still tr- got to have a beer. Yeah. Have a beer yeah. And you guys still do a lot of traveling and, and hit uh, hitting other brewers. Mm-hmm. You have to do that. What, what was your, before 1056, what was your favorite breweries they go to? What, you know, what kind of got you into it? I would say probably, ever, so cliche, but Greenbush, just mm-hmm. because they're so close for yeah. us, and we do spend so much time on the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. If we had a couple hours, Greenbush is the obvious place yeah. to go, because we can get yeah. there quick enough. It's a nice ride. And then, if we're going to go there, well, you might as well hit Journeyman. Tapestry, Journeyman, Journeyman all yeah. that good stuff. <laughs> uh, that's just a great corridor to be able to fit a lot of different breweries in a small, quick trip. Yeah, but, right. you know, we've done stuff in southern Indiana, and... and usually put a motorcycle ride around it and create mm-hmm. a weekend, you know, when we weren't staffing a tap room and had weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Now a little harder. Tuesday at two kind of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> but eventually, you know, it's uh it's already starting to fill up here on a Saturday. It's looking good in here. I love the place. Um already still just a lot of space. We've got like a front area I think for a family friendly family room. friendly area and then pet the, friendly. The, 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 yes. The all the pet friendly is, yeah. area. Um, there was a there was a, there was a baby wiener in here earlier. Roach friendly. We let roach in. We, yeah, we let ro- well roach, <laughs> not roaches. <laughs> we let the roach in. There's only the one roach. But um, and I, I mean um, it's when did you open this? When did you open? Last July. July. Last July. So 
I mean, you got a nice patio out there too, and uh, it's, it's it's plenty of space. It's going to be awesome, probably for the the spring and summer. Oh yeah, once well, everything's great. In the spring and summer, we get to open this garage door, so that. Opens oh, do you open up. that one too? Absolutely. Oh shit! And nice. then you've got all the games outside, so a lot of people hanging out out there, so it does expand things. What and games are outside? Up. Uh, cornhole and. Giant Connect giant, Four. Ca- Django, oh, okay. Giant Connect Four. Yep. <laughs> we can get a tether ball. Yep. We'll get a tether oh, ball. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> trying to find some old school jarts. Jarts, yeah. <laughs> yes. Tether ball, jarts. People um, keep suggesting horseshoes. That, I'm really not sure that's a good fit. <laughs> what's the game where you shoot the arrow straight up in the air yeah. and you have to stay in the circle? And the last one out of the circle win, yeah, wins, right? <laughs> a lawsuit, and, and maybe I think that's called? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a lawsuit. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't play that stupid. You didn't play that game. Oh well, yeah. Okay. Everybody did. <laughs> I thought I was the only one. No. I didn't know. Okay. No. All right. I still can't remember what it was called though. I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> it was whole shit. Somebody just yeah. fired a. Yeah. Somebody just fired a, an arrow into the air. Run. <laughs> well, I think we need to uh, have some beers. So let's uh, so. let's take a quick break and uh, let's get a. Let's I'm get gonna a hear f- about the new beers because yeah, you just get a you flight, do some of the new beers. They got a couple of new ones out and some old standards. Let's uh, get a couple of flights and, and we'll uh, come right back. Beer talk. Cheers. 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 If you're a craft beer guy who can't get it nearby, do yourself a favor and log into Taver. Aloha, Pastor Poi, mahalo. It's Cluck for the Jason and Cluck Show, and this is the Blind Pig Confessions here on the internet. www. Whatever. <laughs> Backity back, and we're back. Hey. Getting, uh, you know, it's getting uh, getting popular around here. Back Lots in Knox, ten fifty six. Yes, sir. Listening to some BC Boys in the background. Awesome. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, you can bring your vinyls in here, and uh, right. I'm kicking myself because uh, you had he had a whole <laughs> stack at the house. I picked him up, <laughs> and he didn't remember till 30 minutes after we got here. And he's and he's he's got good vinyl. I mean, he's yeah. got really good vinyl. Poison Bon Jovi. Yeah, <laughs> that is good. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> shut up, Roach. <laughs> there's some Bob Seger in there for you, Roach. Uh, there, there's some Def Leppard. I think there was some Def there, Leppard. Well, there's definitely some, yeah. There's, there's some good old school. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, next time I come, uh, maybe tomorrow, I'll bring some vinyl out tomorrow for Sunday yeah. afternoon and hang out. And vinyl, dogs. Because I love that. That's, uh, what's, in the, what's in the big aquarium? Uh, a lot of air right now. Oh, okay. It's actually <laughs> supposed to be a fish aquarium. <laughs> it's going to be. Okay. It's in progress. Um, that's going to be a saltwater tank, but we're oh, partially cool. into it right now. That so. is a pain in the ass. I, I was, I had, I had a tank that size. I was going to try to do saltwater, and I just kept looking at all the stuff going. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Yeah. No, because I can't keep the freshwater fish alive. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's like shit. Can't keep a goldfish alive. <laughs> Actually, it's the weirdest. So I, we did have a big. Me and my uh, girlfriend. This was 15 years ago, probably. We had a big tank like that, and we had freshwater. We had puffers. We had a bunch of other stuff, and then they all just started dying. Um, we we had, but in should you not in like a Tupperware bowl, just a Tupperware bowl. We had all the little like guppies or whatever we were supposed to feed to the to the uh, the freshwater puffers. And, and everything else in the big tank died. <laughs> we forgot about the guppies in the Tupperware, and they were still alive like a month later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, but, <laughs> but it was like tucked under, and all of a sudden it was like, holy shit, they're still there. <laughs> so we can keep guppies alive, I guess, is about it, or whatever the little yeah little feeder fish we were using. But yeah, they stayed alive forever. But 
Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of work. Saltwater tank is a lot of work. That was a Christmas present that's still evolving. Oh, so sorry. it takes time. It takes <laughs> time. No, definitely. But yeah, it's 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 got a lot of great atmosphere though. Like I said, the dogs and yep. everything. I mean, I I was checking out your shirt. You get your crotch sniffed at ten fifty six. It's got a picture of your dog right yep. on there. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. So, no, it's a real, it's a real friendly. It's got a great friendly atmosphere. Absolutely, everything around yep. here. So Thank room you. to expand, right? So you got you know, we do. There's, uh, you guys can. Where are you going to expand to? The brewery's right there. Well, as we need to, and we go into bigger equipment, by the time we hit seven or ten barrel, it'll be too tall for that room. So oh, okay. our whole warehouse area is where we'll expand into. Oh. And then this will become an expanded tap room. Oh, so nice. We'll, just, we'll shift the bar around, pull taps mm-hmm. off the other side of the cooler, and this tap room will be twice as big. Sweet. That's pretty awesome. This wall behind you could come out. It's a non-supporting wall. There's 20 feet above us. Not now, Roach. Cool. Don't, yeah. Not don't now. Bring it yeah. out. <laughs> don't don't, don't, don't try running no. through it. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually this will all be seating, and then the equipment will go one more That's awesome. wall over. How, oh, yeah. what, what, what are you, uh, you open all week, or do you take a day off at least, Monday? or uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, open. Okay. So yeah. close Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's when we get the brewing done usually. Okay. And we'll add Wednesday this summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've already discussed doing that. Yep. Thursdays you, mean, you, you have. Mean, uh, you mean she's already told you you're yeah. doing it? Right? <laughs> 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 yeah. Is Thursday pretty much? Is that always a Johnny Vina? Is that? Or no, is that not always? Just Johnny V plays twice a month. Twice usually a month. Okay. one weekend uh, date and then one Thursday as well. Okay. Nice. Gotcha. You got your music. You got your vinyl. You got your beer. It's it's all good. Thursday is half off Mug Club Day. Oh, so. nice. We got uh, we got some beers in front of us. Yes, uh, yeah, we gotta yeah. We'll we'll stop talking for a minute about other things, and and we want to talk about beer because uh, I'm liking it. Um, where you want <laughs> where you want to go to? Where you want to go first? You've got four. I've got four. Um, what is the latest one? You just tapped something. I don't know if that's in here. Free love just got tapped, and it should be. Where is that? Oh, okay, here it is. What is the free love one? It's a rosemary lemongrass blonde. This is a rosemary lemongrass blonde. This is orange. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's really no. I mean, I I made a mistake in our in our uh, horribly messed up original ten minute intro segment. I asked. Uh, I, I I always make the mistake of asking Brennan. You know, what color was it? And Brennan's colorblind, so he he's a horrible. I he would that. he would yeah, be a does. horrible BJCP judge, or he can never. He's never gonna be able to be a judge uh, on anything other than he'll, he'd have to have a seeing eye judge. You know, with him to help him out, but that started this, as a blonde. Yes, <laughs> the rosemary. And no, no, but it's, sure be- that, yeah, it's yeah. still a beautiful color. What I'm saying, it's it's still a beautiful color, is what I'm saying. It's gotcha. it is very orange, and I'm I'm excited to try. Is that what you got in That's your big got, glass? Yeah, it's delicious. I dig it. I love the. Uh, you definitely pull that rosemary out of there and pass that around. Passing. Mm, so that's built off of your your base blonde. Uh, the, was it based off the same you the vanilla drink, blonde? You, you, you have a base blonde recipe that you're using. Those are two different blonde recipes. Two different actually. blonde recipes. Okay, the, that's that's good. I'd almost kind of feel like that one that would be kind of awesome and slightly soured. I could see that. No, I mean it's got it's very fruity. It's, yeah, it's it's. it's 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 I don't know what it's it's got a the lemongrass is, is really mm-hmm. it's got a really good part to it and the rosemary adds to it it's 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 got a nice it, it, I like it tang it's to real, it almost it's, it's in, very in light palate. but uh, it's also it's light but earthy yes. you got that yeah so mix it I've made pasta sauces with it I bet yeah, Slap some oh, yeah. what good to go 
How do you make pasta sauce with it? Reduce it down, add some broth, throw some shrimp in it. <laughs> I'm a I'm a 43 year old single male. Re- reducing, re- yeah, reductions of Soak beer your and pizza yeah. In yeah. It. Okay, there you go. See, let's, let's just make it simple. Dip, dip a slice of pizza into it. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Mike, turn that a little more your way. Just, just yeah. Our, our mics are pretty directional. Yeah, um, I was gonna say that would be perfect with any kind of seafood or now, fish. Now he's the chef. Yeah, yeah, Bre- yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we'll hook you up on some pairings. On Dougie Fresh yeah. is the chef. Because he'll he will make like you know I know how to make chili and yeah I, and I'll put beer in my chili. Mm, that's that's the extent of some of my culinary. I'm I'm getting better at smoking stuff though. You yeah. know like yeah I, I tend to I do make a really good chili. It's hey, just we got a cop on the show. Careful where you go with that. <laughs> Why? What are you talking about? <laughs> smoking stuff. Oh no, the wrong. Kind you already of lose your own. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I wasn't even going there. Shame on you. <laughs> I know we're not in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> no, this it's got a great nose to it. Um, do, what do you have? Do you make a base blonde out of this? Um, just a straight blonde, is it, or is the straight blonde? Do you have a straight blonde ale you do, or no? Or just you? You still just have a blonde base Every, that you put everything we have to. right now. Free Love and Charlie's Cherry come off their own base, and okay. then Blondage comes off its own base. Okay. And Charlie's Cherry is that? That's the goat. That's your cranberry goza one. No. no. Uh, Charlie's Cherry is a chamomile cherry blonde. That's the cam- Yeah, that's the other one I had. The chamomile blonde. That's right. Sorry, I'm I'm forgetting. It's a blonde kind of day here. You fit right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I I dig that. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I just like uh, it's it's light and crisp, but yet there's a lot of depth in that flavor and the earthiness of it. I like it. It's one of those beers Mike begged me not to take to a brew fest. Really? How to do? Said nobody would like it. I'm not a big fan, but it goes over better than anything. Really? A, in a summer brew fest. Oh yeah, yeah. First. Yeah. We used that for a, a VIP session at Porter's Perfect Pint the first time we took it out, and we ran yeah. out of it. People were mad. <laughs> But I was too busy looking at Mike smiling, like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I think we should go to uh, what we got here next. So, the, the lame ass beer. This is weird. Uh, this is your ode to, I wouldn't say Budweiser, but just the those everyday drinkers that, right? That crossover. People come beer. in and say, "Hey, I'm not a big crap beer drinker. What do you got?" What's like Miller Lite? What's like Bud Light? You say, well, I got a lame-ass beer for you. That's exactly why we do it. It's a crossover beer. Uh, mm-hmm. She made the recipe for a friend who didn't drink craft. And during the conversation, that term came out, I'm going to make you a lame-ass beer recipe that you'll like. And Which one's that That's one? That's what Keith's drinking, right? Yeah. What you got? Threw a little bit of citrus peel in there. It changes up. We do orange. Uh, we have a lime version. And uh goes over real good. It's it's a crossover. If you don't, you can drink it. If you don't, what drink is this one beer. again? Sorry, that's the lame ass beer. Lame ass beer. Yeah. Yep. Now, yeah, I remember having, I've had this one before. Yeah, very good. But I would I would see that just fly. I mean, you got to keep that stocked all the time. Oh, that's it's a gonna, that's a, a daily beer. Be a yeah. staple. Yeah. Yep. Lame ass and Jane Doe. If we don't have those two on, there's fights in here. <laughs> the Jane Doe. Which one's that? Chocolate that's peanut butter. Okay. Porter. Right. Okay. Yeah. Those two yeah. we keep on the board all the time. Okay. The rest of the beers rotate when we get a chance to make them. Awesome. We do about 26, 27 different recipes right now. And so wow. since we have 10 taps and we always guest tap one cider and one beer, we're always trying to rotate through those beers since we only have eight of our own at any given time. But still, for... for well, granted, you're not, I guess, saying new... 
you're not really new. You've been around for years, just doing, but sure. just doing the distributorship. But still, having 27 unique recipes already is, is that's that's a great achievement. It is. Well, yeah. That's the 27th I mean, was the Gosa that she just did. Yeah. yeah. I had the Gosa earlier, and that was that. You're spectacular. in for it? Yes. Oh, good. Um, we did talk we're, a little we're, bit. We're going to tart it up. We, we, <laughs> she did, I did say I was, I'm expecting a, with the first part of the flavor that comes in on the Goza, the salt is there, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's great. The Goza finish is there. For me, I just, I would like to feel a little more tart to it. It's not as tart as some of the Gozas I've had before. Just that it, it didn't. It, there's a the, when the tart ones hit you right, right. in that jawbone. He's, he's got a spot in his mouth he likes to get tickled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and once you hit that spot, he's he's gold. I'm all good. Yeah. <laughs> I will be your friend for life. <laughs> I, I think she was shooting for that level right before the sour. Right. But still in a yeah. tart zone. So yep. there's a and it's small there. Area and there. it's there. Yeah, it's there. Oh, I don't know how tart you can get. I think I think mine's more because most of the ones I've had have been like a plum or a cherry, and achieving tart off a cherry is easy, mm-hmm. you know. And in fact, you have to you have to be careful not to get too much of that. I there, would think then it's any kind of sour awful. would just be a hard. What, what What do you think is the hardest beer for you to brew so far? You haven't done any lagers yet, right? No. Ah, I was just um, talking to Mike though. But. Is a sour a pain in the ass, or is it just, I mean, is there any beer that's been a bigger pain than another one? I don't find that it's a bigger pain in the ass. It's just a, a different theory. How are, you you sou- how are you souring, though? Because sour, you've got to be careful. Are you... We used lactic acid. Okay. Okay. Because I know, you we know... don't want to ruin every kettle we have. In exactly. <laughs> that's where I was going. Everybody knows that. It's yeah. like, oh, you want to play with sour? Sure. No. How about you just become a sour brewery period then at that right. point yeah. because you almost have to get another building exactly. another well, garage somewhere all over the place yes too. oh yeah it's horror and yeah and, and then all of a sudden yeah you've just got to torch everything with a freaking flamethrower to burn it all off and then yeah. hope to god you've got it all that next time yep that's actually that's what happened to some of our stuff uh some of our, our equipment got just just wild you know sitting in a garage while yeah. you know some wild shit going on and then every beer was was this stout meant to be a black IPA? <laughs> no. Or black sour? No, not really. Yeah, we 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 had to shut down operations basically at that point. When we started uh, all our stuff got all our stuff pretty much got messed. And we had to throw away two of the Do we have to throw away all both of our um, yeah, conical fermenters yeah, yeah. because we had just you know the ones you get yeah, from like uh, great fermentations just yep. the little ones yeah we had two of the we had two of those gone had to toss them just because yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean they're like a hundred bucks a pop but still that hurts when you're just garage oh, yeah. brewing I mean it's a pain mm-hmm. in the ass we're hoping to start up again this summer though we've got the uh, the grandfather system from uh, that we got that that we all kind of went in on. So it's hey, nice, uh, nice some people frown on that. I've not some, even heard of that. It's it's an amazing system. Huh? To me, I, and I know a lot of the, uh, even the major brewers use them for testing mm-hmm. stuff. It's, it's a testing make, one. You know, you can make small stuff, but it's still. I think some people you can frown control the heat. It, yeah, you, you can control the because it's all electric. 
And it's all it's still all just brewing bag in, in one you know one unit, but okay. all the all the equipment just is kind of there together. It's got a pump in it and all that. And it's still your recipe, and you're still doing everything. Absolutely. But, but there's Doesn't some people that really people frown say. on it for some yeah. reason. Like, oh, that's not. No, oh, it's a Mister Coffee. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that <laughs> no, at all. It's not it's, at all. No. no, they do make those. <laughs> yeah. Those are those. Have you seen those like countertop? Like beer systems, it's basically a freaking Keurig. At that point, you basically just stick it in, stick all the pieces in, and you let it sit there, and it does it all itself. I'm sure it's delicious. Yeah, I'm sure that, that beer is awesome. Every time. I really want to try one of those. We so bad. frown on the automation. Yeah. Well. Just because we're course, smaller. Yeah. <laughs> if we go to a 20 barrel, I'm going to beg for automation. Yeah. <laughs> that is the nice thing about being as small as we are. It's every step is hands-on. Yeah. And we take pride in that. You know, our wall says craft and creativity and community, of course. Uh, and that craft and creativity is an honest term here because every little detail is touched by us. There's no, no automation, no computers making choices for mm-hmm. us. And that feels good to me. I, I'm worry about the days when we do have to grow and expand into those bigger systems. I'll miss that part You're of it. Have to, yeah. But even when you get bigger, you can still keep that piece of it. It's You usually end up getting bigger on your your staple beers. And then you get, yeah. but you still get to hand you know, handcraft the, the experimental beers and those things like sure. that, even if you get larger. So uh, I don't think you'll miss it as much. You know, well, because you won't have to sit there, brew, you know, you'll have something you better to to do your staple beers all day long, which you need larger volumes of. Yeah. Speaking of, though, community, because I do always want to bring that up, you guys do a lot of stuff, right? I mean, charities and stuff. I, somebody yep. keeps handing me little wooden hearts or something like that every time I order a beer. What is that about? We give five cents for every pint flight wine or cider back to local charities. So every three months we have these boxes on the wall. We switch them out every month because they get full, obviously. But uh, we choose four causes. Right now we have the Stark County Humane Society. We have the Kankakee Valley FOP. We have the Food Bank here in Stark County. And then the American Foundation for the Prevention of Suicide is always on the wall. That one never changes. But the other three, every three months, those change. Oh, you switch those out? Mm -hmm. I got I got Keith trying the uh, cherry chamomile, and that's. When did you tap that one? Is that a, I think it was just before we were here last time. You Around were St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah, you were getting there to get that one out. It's, that's got a great flavor to it as well. Thank you. I like the the aroma. Chamom- I, like, I like the chamomile aroma. Um, Metazoa makes a really good chamomile mm-hmm. beer. Oh. Um, if you ever get down towards, you know, oh, we've been Indiana, there. Yeah. We love them. When they, yeah. yeah, when they have it out, they they they're really good with some of those. Lovers. Of course, you love them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, but they're very good at the. They make some really good floral florals. They do type beers that yeah. really have a, a great aroma to them and just a, a really good, um, just the the palette on it. The color is great. Uh, the finish is great on a lot of theirs. So, and they've come a long way too, as far as some of them. Some of their first ones we had were, eh, love you, Metazoa, but there were a few weird ones. It's fun to um, watch them grow, though, It right? is. Oh, yeah, it's great. And speaking of community, they give a, a, yes, lot, they do. a lot back to animal yeah. causes. Oh, and, yeah, and they do. We're always proud of their efforts there. It's nice to see that people mm-hmm. do that. Which is, is in, in, the, in this industry, it's, you see a lot of it. It's, it's a ton of it. Because mm-hmm. you just, you, you kind of need to. You get a lot of, I know a lot of these, too, you're, you're very intertwined with even the local governments and stuff, because, you, you know, you're trying to get, um, obviously, you got to get the licensing and all that, but but it, it really just everybody kind of 
helps everybody else out. It, it helps them with something, helps with uh, charities. It just gets you use buildings that maybe hadn't been, a lot of places do that, use buildings that have been sitting around forever and they microbrew comes in and, and they restore it and all of a sudden everything's great. You know, everything's really starting to pick up in the town. So well, it's and great I think to see. The, the rise of the crab brewery scene, you know, you started seeing more, uh, uh, obviously more crap breweries and more coffee houses and then more art shows and, and music and more, more a lot more local community uh, style stuff. Uh, distilleries also are, are popping up as well, like Journeyman. But So you're seeing more and more of that, which is very, very cool. A lot more localized community, uh, you know, uh, so it's very, community very, very involvement cool. Focus. Yeah. 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 Lots awesome. of coffee shops over now popping up too, which is pretty wild. A lot, well, lot of local roasters. And a lot of collaborations. Yeah, the breweries. and they collaborate. Yeah. And co- yeah, they, Are you yes. collaborating with yeah. anybody um, yet on the coffee houses? No, not currently. We've had a conversation with a local company that I hope that comes to fruition this year. But our, our biggest collaboration right now is uh, with our local hop growers and then also with our local blueberry farm, our shrewberry blue, uh, our blueberry stout. Yeah. We use a lot of their blueberries in. Well, I don't think I've had that one. Oh, I don't think delicious. I got that one. You know? really? No, no, I have <laughs> no. not. I didn't get to have that one. I, I had the the pumpkin muff at Halloween time, and then the, the beers we had before, and then everything today. No, I don't remember a blueberry. I love the blueberry. There is oh. a one. I'm trying to think. It's, it's coming uh, as soon as I get some blueberries. I've <laughs> got the stout ready for it. I'm nice. waiting on the blueberries right now. So you, how do you, how do you? We're a slave to the season. <laughs> well, yes. Oh, yeah. How do you, how do you do that? Where's where's the where do the blueberries come in in the process? In the uh, secondary fermenter. Okay. Gotcha. Get, get the primary fermentation done, then pile in the blueberries. You crush, go again. crush them, shre- yes. puree yes. them, or no? Uh, you just do a just crush? crush. Okay. You don't do a, you don't puree them all up and then dump it all in. Okay. I'd be because uh, we don't filter anything, so uh, the bigger the chunks I can leave in there when I clean it, it and rack it a couple times to clean it out. Okay. That way I'm, I'm not fighting the. Filter, I don't need a filter then. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, that, and that's again little secrets of you know do you puree it? Do you do do yeah. just a crushed enough to get it so that they can get the sugars out and everything get in there? So cool. And just let it sit. Nice. Do its thing. How long do you let it sit? Uh, secondary with the blueberries, uh, two weeks. I, mean, I think we're going two weeks just to make sure. Nice. Mm. We right. talk nice to it. Yeah. <laughs> we encourage it. Tell it. We believe in it. Play music for it. <laughs> hey, hey there, Mr. Blue. Yeah. <laughs> well, Fats Domino. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where's our next beer? Uh, what next beer adventure are we going on, Brendan? Uh, let's, let, let's let these guys pick. What should we go to next? We got Orange is the New Black and Serenity. He's you guys talked about Orange is the New Black on your house show, though, right? We did. Okay, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, we really liked that one. Yeah. Uh, and again, and, and I was talking to Mike up at the bar. Not a big... Black IPA, is a, it's a controversial style. It's mm-hmm. still a controversial style. I don't think it's even officially recognized yet. Um, right? Because I know that... Somebody just coined the phrase, yeah. I, I believe. In yeah, that. yeah, I think it's still so. not official. Like 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 the New England IPAs no. wasn't, but now New Eng- Anipa isn't no, officially IPA, recognized. The black IPAs aren't yet. Yeah. yeah. And, and they are they're hit or miss. A lot of times I think the early ones we saw were failed, like a failed stout or a failed something, you know, failed uh, porter and... They tried to. They started calling it that, and so to me, I, it had a bad yeah. connotation right sure. at the beginning, especially because when we had our beer and so 
Good. Dan Black Gore IPA. originally from Redemption went, uh, did you brew a Black IPA? Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so immediately Black IPA has a connotation to me of, it's a fuck up. Pardon <laughs> 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 my language. It's yours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it was my. Yeah. I'm like, oh, great. So that's an insult, right? Black IPA. But no, it's got a great flavor to it. So you, you, uh, Brendan, you have the black IPA with no flavor. It's the base black IPA, and you have the orange and black. black. Oh, okay. So same base. So that's the base of the. Mm-hmm. There's the oranges. I should black one, one first. Yeah. Well, yes, you should. But it's in your hand. Oh. I like this one though. I love the orange. But it, it gives me, it reminds me of the, um, the chocolate orange thing. That's what she right? was asking okay. for. Yeah. <laughs> That's the fun part about designing recipes and brewing beer is that we can sit and talk about a recipe that we've been dreaming about. Yeah. You brew it, and when you taste it, and you know you nailed exactly what you had in mind, that's very gratifying. Right. Nice. I, I thought. Yeah. I mean, Mike told me at the bar that you were you're happy when people just go, eh, it's all right. <laughs> when people say they <laughs> take a taste of it and they say, oh, it's all right. Just like, what oh, I was going for. You gotta name. You gotta have one beer named that. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Yeah, 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 we were talking about that. It's like, eh, this beer's okay. Say <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. No, it's all right. <laughs> so uh, this is the the base the of base the, one, the okay. black IPA. I I love that originally black. I guess. That's unique, I think. I like it. But I think, yeah, I can see the, di- and I can, and I can taste the orange different, the difference mm-hmm. on that. So, um, well, now, like I was saying, I don't know if you've, uh, when the, you know, if you've had one in a long time, but you know, the orange, it's that chocolate orange thing. They can't. Yeah, have you ever had one of those? Smack it down on the, just smack it and break it open. You never had one of those? No. It's a Christmas thing. Yeah, it's a Christmas thing. It's a chocolate orange. It's in foil. You open it up, you crack it, and it splits apart with orange slices. No. It has like orange slices. Never. Yeah, <laughs> really? No. Oh. I've never Guess had who's that either. Getting, no? I was no? going to say, I know what I'm buying Guess who's getting year. for Christmas? Never even heard anything like that. No. <laughs> they make a raspberry version, too. I can't remember the name. What's the name of the, what's the, name of the company Why would now? you do that to me? I don't know, because we like to put people on the spot. <laughs> Is this like an old thing? Yeah, it's, it's been, been around, around forever. for decades. No. Uh, yeah, that's the chocolate that's been around for decades. No. It, it wow. comes in a box, but it's foil wrapped. Yeah. All right. You, well, you keep talking. I'm going to look that up. No, I haven't. No. So we got uh, well, one more or two more. Let's, uh, You've got a Road Warrior Red. Road Warrior Red. That's oh. that one. Yeah, that's Is that a fairly new one? I don't remember uh, seeing that one out here before. No. no? We designed that for a motorcycle club mm. uh, benefit probably three years ago. Yep. It was a benefit for fallen police officers. And there were motorcycle uh, people coming from all over the country, so that's why it's Road Warrior. So uh, there were a couple people. There were some new people in here earlier before we started recording who picked that, and they were like, "Wow, this is great!" They they were they were very impressed by it. Uh, I think you you were you. It was just yeah, you weren't here at the time, but yeah, that was. I always like. I like watching new people come into a tap room, you know, and, and trying some of the new ones and either seeing their faces or seeing them br- lighten up or go, hmm. But it, I think it's, 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 for me, it's a people watching thing, and I like, I like seeing it. It's, it's, uh, it reminds me of Cinnamon Toast Crunch for some Crap, reason. What? That's, <laughs> that's just a couple different caramel malts mixed together. Yeah, Nothing a, complex. Yeah. So we had, oh, so we had an ale. Um, it was Mashcraft did a coffee uh, red ale, and it ended up tasting like. Um, oh damn! I'm gonna have to re- I'm gonna have to listen to the show again. But um, one of the guys was like, "Oh, this tastes like a cereal I had long ago," and it was basically like 
pan it, it was, the t- cereal was like pancakes or toaster and then uh, it was like we, we figured out the name of it and now I'm I'm I, I put myself on the spot and can't remember it but um <laughs> but I think I'll, I'll edit that some out. of the better no 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 <laughs> no you won't I'm actually good with I'm not red ale is is a 50 50 it's a hit or miss for me but some of the better red ales like it, it's tastes like you know, cinnamon toast crunch, or there's a, there's a maple something to it. There's there's something that comes out in. It's malty, and I love the aroma because yeah. it's real bready, and you know, I like. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm a uh, red ales. I hit to miss. It's, it's the yeah, but if you, it, it's it's the ones that have some of the extra maltiness mm-hmm. that really just kind of almost a red with a biscuity yeah bit to it, a little bit of maple somewhere in there, as, as at least what comes across on my palate. Mm-hmm. Everybody's palate's weird and our descriptions are kind of off because we're not official, <laughs> any kind of BJCP judges, so you know. But I get breakfast out of that, that's why. It's I not have. chunky. That's you great. can have it for breakfast. <laughs> oh, absolutely, and that's what I get. That's I get a, it just reminds me of breakfast. I love the aroma. It's, it is biscuity and bready and malty. I like yeah. it. That's actually that's a very good. That is a solid red ale right it's there. It's delicious. Thank you. Very good. It's it, because I think it's got it's got that maltiness, mm-hmm. ex, extra maltiness to it. I think. Um, what's the what's what hops did you use in this? Do you guys remember? It has Centennial on it. Okay, and and Centennial's one I'm good with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I, there's a couple a hops common, that are maybe. rough. What the, don't the, you like? The pioneer, the the ones that go really piney. I just and that's those are the IPAs which I just don't like. I'm not a big I, I'm not. Um, what's the, what am I talking about? Which one? Citra. I'm not a big Citra fan. I'm just not. Um, what is the other one? What's the pine? What's the super piney one? Brennan, come on. Uh, there's uh, was it Amarillo? Chinook or Chinook? Yeah. Yes. That the yeah. yeah. Like the I know there's a, what's the beer Chinook delicious. Yeah, it's good, yeah. but it's too much for me. It's just, it's, it's just, yeah, because my allergies just go nuts on some of those too. It's, That's the fun about hops. There's just so many different varieties and flavors oh. and aromas. That and they it's, they it's, keep it's making more. They keep popping up new mm-hmm. hops. Yeah, like there's all kinds of new hybrid varieties and other ones they're doing. I though really wish I could be that guy who can you know just grab a handful of hops and you stick them in your face. You can smell <laughs> them and really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But, but I. Die, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I keep an EpiPen in my car, and <laughs> just in case on some of them, because yeah, it's I have I have horrible allergies to to some of to some of the hops. They they really you got them too. Yeah, there's, there's certain ones that really, really still just I, I'll drink a beer or, or that'll just seize me right up. I, I get just stuffed right up. Whoa. Yeah, stuffed it's, up. Not, I mean, so, I'm, and I keep drinking them because I'm an idiot. Yeah, because they're good. I'm like, it's good. But yeah, I'll get stuffed up, and there's a couple hops that just stuff me right up. Yeah, right at the bat. And like Jameson, just, Irish whiskey will do that to me. But you keep drinking it. <laughs> no, I don't like, I, I try not. I'm not a big Jameson fan. I love, I love bourbon, I love Scott, but Jameson, I'm not a big Irish whiskey fan. <laughs> but everybody drank that for so long, and they still do. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to turn it down. <laughs> See? But it'll 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 just plug me right up as soon as I drink a shot of it. It's it's really weird. And there's some beers that'll, that'll do that. Some IPA. Do you have any allergies on? I mean, do you guys? I do not. On to the hops or any of that? You ever had any issues with nope, the hops? Not Lucky so far. Bastards. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. I'm allergic to dogs, grass, hops, cats, mosquitoes. I'm allergic <laughs> to everything. It, it's really horrible. Every yeah, it was, it's awful. I've been on allergy shots for like five years and <laughs> now I can pet dogs at least. 
Let's try that. Exactly. I know. I love your dog. Hypoallergenic dogs. They're great. Let's try this last sample before we take a break. And believe that's Serenity Stout. Yes, sir. That's the Serenity Stout. You do have it on. I just yeah, we just just came up. Oh, okay. I was like, I've never had. He was looking at that. He was looking at the awesome poster up there. Who did the Who did the poster up there? Really? Really? I made that Sweet. as a gift for Mike when we first started brewing and we made that recipe. I made that for So this is one of your originals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is an older, mm. old, old recipe, yeah. I can't believe I haven't had that yet. Today's your lucky day. It is. It comes uh, a little little smoky-ish. There's where I was going. Yeah. I was, I'm processing. I'm like, there is, yeah, there's some, there's some smoky to that. Almost like that. Um, Baltic, almost Baltic. No, um, the ra- almost Roush beerish. Almost, almost a little bit but, of Roush beer to but, that. But very, uh, you get the smokiness. It's still mellow. It's very still mellow. The, it's, you still get the lactose and the yes, very smooth and but smoky. But it remi- I like yeah. that. without the lactose, you'd get it'd be a crisper Baltic like you were yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's delicious. Yeah, I'm, that's yeah, awesome. I'm digging that smoky. I think that's awesome. That's maybe our second or third recipe ever made. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe we haven't had that before. Blinking Beaver. Say what in the beaver? Blinking Beaver was our first beer that we ever designed. Blinking Beaver? Yep. Hazelnut Brown Ale. Where'd you get the... All right. So who comes up with the names? Usually they're jokes or somebody says something (laughs) stupid and we say, oh, that's going to be a beer name. We usually write them down. Something happens and uh, Blinking Beaver was an accident because I couldn't remember the name of a wine that she was drinking called Winking Owl. So I converted that into Blinking Beaver (laughs) and she wrote that down as a beer name. Makes sense. Nice. Right? No, it, it's that's how kind of we. That's I have like a I have like a huge list of beer names like it just in my notes somewhere. If we ever actually get to that point, I need one day. To, I need There's to bring a few on the chalkboard now. Up well, there our, our best our, our best one um, um, came when we were at his dad's house for a trip, and that was the uh, the Psycho Pecker because <laughs> his dad has a fucking crazy ass fucking woodpecker that <laughs> five o'clock in the morning we're all still got to hang, trying to sleep with it, you know, and and this freaking this freaking psycho pecker, and I just it was just laugh. I was just laughing because here's his dad just just goddamn that fucking psycho pecker, <laughs> and I'm like, what did your dad just say? Uh, hold on to that one. Trademark blind pick confessions. <laughs> now it's officially you can't use it. <laughs> but yeah, we were always trying to come up with with ones like that. And they happen organically, kind of, don't they? That's some they of the really best ones do. do. We have a New England IPA named Arrested at Prom. I have not had. Ooh, when's that one out next? Uh, have you had that it's one? The, it's in the fermenter. That's Brennan, the, you had their NEPA? That's the great Did you have ver- another hazy one out? Yes, we had two versions uh, an Orange Tang. Orange Tang. Space, Space Force. Force. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, Arrested at Prom is a grapefruit version of the Oh, wow. Ooh. And that came to be because one Sunday afternoon there were a group of guys sitting in here, and we were busy at the bar, but I heard one of them say, Remember when we got arrested at prom? Nice. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm going to name a beer that. Yes. And we did. 
That's awesome. <laughs> they particularly enjoy that beer. <laughs> and they are, they are mug club members now, oh, and they enjoy nice. their beer. Oh, you do have a mug club, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, what's yeah. the mug club uh, special or buy-in or uh, what are you so going to do for that? It's $50 a year. You okay. get a special mug with your number on it. It's 20 ounces. So every time you come in, you get 20 ounces instead of 16. Okay. And then on Thursday nights, that's 250 Nice. It's a popular night. Damn. Uh, we do special events. Uh, we feed our mug clubbers free a lot at a lot of our events. And then a free birthday beer, special releases. Nice. They get access to those first if they want. It's almost my birthday, Pat. Woo! Is it really? Yeah. I'm sorry. May. Old. We usually keg a new beer on Thursday, so they get first crack at it if they nice. want to come in for it. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I heard uh, a couple of them came in earlier when we were just drinking, and I heard I think you. Uh, it might have been you asked, what's your mug club number? And they said 67 and 68, and I'm like... How did you? <laughs> how did you not just wait? And, and, oh, because that number was taken just, first. Oh, was it? <laughs> it didn't last you you long. could pick a number yes. at first. Oh, yes. I thought you had to. I thought, you, I thought it would just be like one, two. Uh, we three. gave them an option if they had a special number, and that went real quick. I bet. Because <laughs> I was, I was like, oh, sucks to be you. You got sixty-seven yeah. and sixty-eight. Believe it or not, the very first one we sold was number one. She wanted to be the number, the first hey, one, yeah. and she nothing wrong with that. One. But I think. 69 yeah, was really quick. Cool. That was a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually I said, stop asking. It's not available. Actually, you should just have a sign up that says 69 is not available. <laughs> it should just be a sign here, period. 69 not available at 1056. <laughs> We're fortunate to have a lot of police officers and firefighters in the mug club, so they get to choose their badge number. And nice. That's, fun oh, cool. too. that's, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's really, yeah. again, back to community. Yeah. Back to doing yeah. it. So. Absolutely. Yep. So, I don't know. I don't know what to go at. I don't know. I'm going to leave it up <laughs> to you. I, I had a brain fart there. I see that. <laughs> what, I, you know, I, I was going to say what's uh, next, but we talked about your expansion. Um, well, let's talk. Well, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about what's next in the future and all that kind of good stuff. And, Sounds uh, good. To close it out. But that's uh, get more beer. Thank you. Yeah. Guys. Let's. Yes. <laughs> oh, you guys uh, have been great yes, already. Yeah. Um, Mike's dying. Yeah. <laughs> Mike. Mike a, is empty. He's kind of jonesing <laughs> a little bit there. <laughs> Mike's like, thank God for a commercial break. Yeah. So let's uh, hear from our sponsors, and we'll be back. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. This is Robert Ralph Federson, and you're listening to Blind Pig Confessions. The bear eats the dude. <laughs> hey, we're back. Yay! 10.56. <laughs> I hope that's not going to be your new no, thing. No, it won't awful. be. Don't worry. <laughs> We are back at Tampa Six Brewing in Knox, Indiana, and uh, having an awesome day. Started with some snow, which is odd. It's, it's, it's still uh, snowing. No, it's still snowing. It is? Yes. I was just outside. It's snowing again. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. it's horrible. It's, it's just ridiculous. It's almost April. Yeah. So uh, we and, and uh, we are. It's still uh, NCAA tournament, and so my Spartans are still in, and we're getting. We're waiting for Purdue. I'm a big sort of the Boilermakers. Uh, yeah, and uh, fortunately Roach is going to talk because. Uh, his boys are out, but uh, and I and I, I despise Michigan, but but when tournament time comes around, right I, I'm a Big Ten fan. I mean, I love uh, I just want Big Ten to do well, so I don't care who it is. Um, some of those guys, some of the Michigan Michigan State fans, piss me off because they don't want the other one to do well yeah. in a tournament. I'm you know, screw that. I, I, I want every everybody in the Big Ten. If it's a Big Ten, I want the Big Ten to bend, knock the Big Ten out. You know what I mean? Right. So. Uh, Purdue and, and the Spartans are still in there, so we're rooting for uh, Purdue tonight and uh, yes. looking forward to it. That was a tough. Oh, that was a. So scary we'll know. We'll know when this show comes out who won. Yeah, but, that was uh, a scary game, well, though. I watched on on Thursday. That was a. Uh, 
Yeah, they got a little close. They got, they yeah. got a little tight, a little close there. It was a little yeah. worrisome. Yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. root for Purdue. I got Virginia in my brackets. Oh, really? I do too. I get them going, but but hey, I'll take a I'll take a Bain ten. Well, you know, they'll blow someone's my, bracket up. If they win. That's fine. Yeah, my kids yeah. your team. Uh, I'm gonna. I don't follow one in particular, but like he said, a good game, yeah. uh, and I'll go yeah. with Big Ten. I can watch a good game if it's a good game. Doesn't matter who's playing. All right. I'm not gonna pick one. Okay. Gotcha. That works. <laughs> for it's me, busy for, here. My, Mike's, Mike's having to worry about Mike's making sure everybody's taken care of as he's uh, greeting all the people in. It's getting busy here, man. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a good thing, to ha- good problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was gonna go with. I would like to hear if Mike has one um, from his from his uh, from his days as a cop. Which technically you're well. You're, uh, are you retired? Did you retire or yes. okay. been retired yeah. almost two years now? All right. So from your days as a cop, give us a give us a funny uh, story or any any anything from your days. Uh, all right. Like you said, you had one a little that hit my head just a second ago. Is uh, working on the motorcycle uh-huh. on US thirty and got a Porsche going ninety miles an hour. Okay. Pulled right over. Nice guy, but when I gave him his ticket. For 90 in a 60, he was appalled, and his reason was, look at this car. It'll go twice that speed. I think I was doing pretty good to holding it down to 90. <laughs> <laughs> and what? I, I had to give it. It's a pretty good one. That's one of the better excuses. That's good. That's it's, like, good. it's like, dude, I could have been doing one. I could have exactly. been doing 180. I only did 90. Give it's me a break here. Exactly. His, oh, dear God. His, <laughs> <laughs> His mental state at the time. <laughs> what did you give him a ticket? Still gave him a ticket. No. <laughs> you give him a ticket. You but right. I did. I did keep that in mind as one of the better excuses. <laughs> he, he, gave him, he gave him a chuckle. At least he gave him a chuckle. He's like, "Oh, that's great." Here that's you go. Gave him, the, <laughs> gave him the props for the excuse. It was a good one. I figured that kind of that that kind of heavy isn't that the excessive? You basically just gotta take them out of their car at that point. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you've taken a couple out of the car. (laughs) In these days, that's not even a bad speed. You'd be surprised how fast people drive. Yeah. 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 Do you ever, does it kill you now to, you know, when you see someone flying down, you're like, ah. No, I can get over it. You're done. I'm done. done. That's that's their business. He's probably joining them. (laughs) (laughs) Following behind them. And then I'll use that excuse. I was just following the guy in front. Of us. That's what I, I'm, I always. Uh, me and my brother always got. I always look for the the, the white rabbit to follow. It's yeah. it's. Oh, there you go. Okay, he's he's doing ninety. I am gonna do ninety, maybe eighty nine. Just there you go. let him creep up away yep. from me a little bit, and then I'll slow back down. So yeah. that's that's me, and my wife's soccer van. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna pull over a van with stickers on there? Follow the bright red car going ninety, and they'll I, never take you. I could have been going fifty, but it's a minivan. I can only go exactly. twenty. <laughs> exactly. Stickers on the back. Soccer mom. And all that. Never get pulled. <laughs> you would think you'd pull those over first. I mean, I don't know. There's gotta be. There's got no way. I don't know. Ask. Well, maybe on our next. I think on our next interview, we'll dig into more of that and and learn some. Maybe we'll learn some secrets. No. <laughs> but you want don't to hear drive some, the, uh, Don't drive the bright red Porsche. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? Eh, it's probably going to catch his eye first. <laughs> yeah. But I did want to go into one other thing. I think I wanted. I wanted to, and I think the listeners might like it. Brew day. Um. Walk us through a brew day. You know, because there's a lot of people who don't understand 
yeah, if you're in a garage and you're doing it on a Saturday because you got nothing else to do, it's it's you're just having fun. You're drinking. Some friends might be over. You, you know, you're all just kind of playing around and not really watching everything as t- as tightly as you should be. But walk us through a at least you know a summarized brew day for trying to keep because you've got to brew consistent beer. You've got to you've got yeah. to keep repeating the recipe, especially on the good beers. Um, if you can, you know, walk us through like a, both of you walk us through a summarized brew day. Okay, you know, well, I, I think it starts a few days before the brew day. Does we, it? We uh, look over what's on the board, what's in the cooler, okay, uh, what's been going hard, what's maybe not going hard, what right. we, what we haven't done in a while, or what people have been asking for. With twenty plus recipes, people have favorites, yes. and then they'll be asking for it. So, which is awesome to have favorites, yep. though. <laughs> and. And it's nice. It would be nice to keep everybody's favorite on all the time, but you can't do it. So, um, so we'll look ahead a little bit, uh, see what grains we have. We don't keep thousands of pounds of grain on hand. We we can get it pretty quickly, so we keep a couple thousand pounds on hand, okay. but but not a lot. So, see what grains or what recipes we're looking at, what beer we might what will be next on the agenda, and then check to see that we have the ingredients for it. Um, time of the season, obviously, has a correct. All that yep, and yep. What if it's been a while? Um, you know, we haven't the the IPAs. It's getting warmer out, and we haven't brewed it for a little while yet. So it's we right. have one in the fermenter right now. Uh, and then early the brew morning, somebody comes in and powers up the electric kettles to bring them up to temperature, and it takes a couple hours to get them up. Are you running? Um you just are you running like an, uh, just a reverse osmosis system, filtered water, and, and we we are really lucky. Uh, sorry, I did skip that part with the water. Um, we're lucky enough; our water's been tested here, and it's really good. Have to do nothing straight out of the well. Nice, we're, we're great out wow. of the well. Okay, good water right out of the well. So I do pre-fill the tanks the night before, um, so in the morning somebody can just come click on the. Uh, I think timers would probably work. We've, we're probably to the stage where we should put some money on some timers and we can stay at home. <laughs> don't have to make the trip you know, up here. Yeah. You, know, you, you know, you could get Alexa to just turn that shit on yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa, turn on my damn freaking kettle. Uh, fire those up, and while those are coming up to temperature, get our grains together. Uh, we still grind most of our grain ourselves. Oh, you do? So, yeah, the... We don't, the, the big bulk grain that we use, the two-row that we use and everything, that's pre-ground. But most of the other stuff, we grind it. So measure stuff out. I'll be grinding while the kettles are heating up. Uh, get everything ready to go. When it hits the temperature, transfer it over. Um, start adding the ingredients and getting it stirred up and start the timers. And uh, she's on the recipes Erica's done. She has everything mapped out for me to follow. It's pretty much just... Are you on paper and pencil? Pencil and paper, or you have it on a computer or anything? Both. It's on, on the computer, so I print all those out, and then, of course, I add, because I'm a control freak, just a <laughs> few <laughs> notes and checklists here and there. There's always this. Hey, Mike, don't forget this. Yeah, it, that's, exactly, that's exactly right. You know what's going to happen when she puts an Alexa in there? She's just going to conference call in and go, Hey, Mike, stop. Wait, you're doing it wrong. Put a camera on you. Uh, and, and over, and the recipes themselves don't change a whole lot, but they do evolve a little bit. If sure. something's happened a couple times that we want to change. Um, 
like the Gosa that you'd yeah. like to have more tart. So next time we'll we might add a little up. more. I was gonna say, do you, do you evolve from yourselves, or do you, do you do you get play off what you're hearing at the at the tables? And are you, you, are you, you always you, listening? Do you, do you, are you I watching mean, reactions? Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. We're yeah, always okay. listening and yeah. talking to people and, and finding out what they like about particular beers. In your case with the Gosa, what mm-hmm. would you? If, since that was the first time we've ever brewed it, if the next time, what would you like to see mm-hmm. different? But again, my yeah. palate's not. You know, you have to. Then you have to add in all the other reactions mm-hmm. you get oh, from absolutely. it too. So yeah. But oh. most of them, by the time you hit the third recipe, you can't keep changing it. You, you've got to commit at some point. You can play with those first couple. Right. Ones. Either commit right. or toss it. Yeah. Right. So that, yeah. that's what it's kind of going to. What if What if you get you get a beer out and you're like, "Fuck, I love this," but then you're not hearing that same thing, and they're asked, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now we are. Do you go? I like it, so f- screw them. <laughs> I think our very first you know brew I mean? of uh, a hazy IPA wasn't real hazy. But it's sold out in a couple days. But to us, that we planned it to be. So the second recipe changed it to haze it up. Okay. Didn't change the taste. It just changed the way we perceived that beer. Right. But people, like I said, we even though people loved it, we could have left it. So, Nobody so would have known. You play off your, your taste more both. Or, or both? I mean, I, she's just kind of a happy medium. Well, to I'm not sure I don't pay for our beer at the, <laughs> at the counter, I want to make sure we're always – staying true to a recipe that we designed and we had in our heart as a recipe but at the same time if there are small tweaks we can make to that Mm -hmm. so that the masses love it of of course we're going to look at that but if if i've got to change a recipe then it's not a recipe you can't you can't be well you can't please everybody well i think what you you were saying too was you can't also be arrogant enough to say if you have to have some humility in that you may like the beer but if it's not fucking selling correct taught you can't be that, you know, you see it a lot, used to see it a lot in uh, chefs, you know, and you, especially all those, you know, horrible chef shows or whatever, you know, where somebody's coming in to fix because the chef says, oh, all my shit's perfect, and they're yelling at the customer because they, the they put customer salt doesn't like it, you know, and yeah. and I'm like, that's the arrogance of that. You, you kind of, you got to be, you have to have some humility there to you say, do. you know what, I think this beer's great, but if nobody's buying it, right. I'm not going to brew it again then. You know, or it's, it's or I'll tweak service, it, yeah. or I'll tweak it. Try it one, two, two, maybe three times. Well, then it becomes a whole new beer at some point. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. But yeah. if but if, if you've tweaked it, tweaked it, and eventually, and they still aren't biting on it, then yeah, you toss yeah. it and move on, right? You know, and we haven't found ourselves in a position where we had any beer that no one would buy. And one of the most interesting things about running a tap room and selling beer and designing beer is the fact that everybody perceives a beer differently. And it's never based on only that beer. There are so many things that go into how you decide a beer tastes. Who you're with, what you're eating, where you're at, what you did that morning, what mood you're in. And I'm not saying a beer isn't a standalone thing, but our perception and taste buds aren't just taste buds alone. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the you, fun thing about watching, because I can have four people at the bar, and if I tap a brand new beer, you could have three people that are like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then you'll have one person that says, it's not great. It's it all right. Means, everybody <laughs> tastes things differently. Right. So have you found, since you opened the tap room, you're doing different, you're, you're or you're, you're learning better on any of that versus when you were just straight distributing and doing... Um, you know, the, the festivals and things. Because here you have changed. a lot of more real-time, you're getting a lot of more real-time input. I think the difference is before with Brewfest, we got quick feedback. 
And right. now, you know, someone would taste your beer, tell you what you think about it, and then they go on to the next booth, and then they eventually work their way back to you. Whereas now we get the chance to sit and watch somebody drink a full pint and see what they're going to choose next and what they tend to go back to. And I do enjoy that aspect of it. That's gratifying. Mm-hmm. Rather than everybody drinking a, the, the four-ounce, sam- five-ounce sampler the whole day and then coming back. You, okay, and that's kind of what I was at. You, so you are learning differently, though, from, from opening the tap room versus when you were originally sure. doing because you get to watch it over time rather than the one instantaneous comment they made right at that time. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's, well, yeah I think that's, it, that's, that's very interesting. festival where you're drinking 80 different beers, and, you know, you, can't, you have to have Well, they're quick to know. judge at a festival, too. Yeah. You get a quick oh, response yeah. on your beer yeah. there, whether they oh, like yeah. it or not. Which isn't necessarily fair. Because they may have just drank a no, and we always that's a one super of the things dark, we always, a super dark creamy stout, and now they're tasting your goza, and it's right. like uh, that's awful. Well, <laughs> yeah. No shit, it should it better be after that. <laughs> we, we always tell people even just going to a tap house, go to the breweries because that's you, you know, you're not gonna know that that the that full flavor until you go to the brewery. Don't sit and drink go to that a tap house. Like, Absolutely. You just you just don't know. You could get a, a bad can of beer. I mean, it, it, I just well, tap house meaning uh, you mean like uh, like the the ones who aren't beer uh, brewery not the, the ones not right. the breweries tap, tap house. house. You don't know the, what's yeah. going on in the lines. You, don't, you know, you you how long the beer the sat there? Right yeah. You can't trust that stuff. <laughs> or did they? Because I mean, we and we've seen it a lot. Like I mean, there's some great beers. Like um, the uh, Common Necessity is is a great hazelnut. You don't mm-hmm. like it much, but I do. I'm not a hazelnut but it fan. Is, but it is so freaking hazelnut. But then. If you don't clean your, if that needs to be the only beer ever on that line unless you clean the shit out of that. Because every beer, oh great, I just had a, just had a peanut butter goza, <laughs> you know. Or, oh wait, I had a hazelnut goza. No, no, it's a goza. There's no hazelnut in it. Yeah, there was. You go to a tap house and, and get, you know, I'm, I'm going to try this beer from from this brewery, and go and have a just a bad line and no, you, the, the drinker has no idea, and go, wow, that was awful. I would never get anything from that brewery again. You know what right, I mean? Right. So it's dangerous. It, it is dangerous. I, so that's we always tell people: don't always go to the breweries or go and, to or go to reputable tap houses that you know do good line maintenance yeah. and 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 are are knowledgeable in that because there are plenty of places that have 10, 15 taps, but they don't care. They're they're if keg blows. Okay, just put the next keg on that particular tap. Change the tap handle. You're done. The the Randalls too always amazed me. People taking people's beer and, and putting them on a Randall and and doing things with it was like, do you, I, I, I would I would be mad unless you unless you wanted unless you to do that. No. Unless I you authorized like that it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would, if I sell you Jane Doe, you need to be pouring Jane Doe because yeah, that's what people want. If yeah, they see right. the name Jane Doe, it has right. a following. They know that's a peanut butter chocolate porter. Right. You mess with that with something else. I'm probably going to have a problem. Randall, your own beer is fine, <laughs> yeah. but if you're Randall somebody yeah. else's beer, I think that's don't, not don't ever even heard I of that, think it's, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some places have there, done that. There's places that are... Just do. go through a distributor and buy somebody's beer, but then change it with... Yeah. Put whatever you want yeah. in it. For, uh, no, for, for an event. I oh. can't say for sure if, there, if there's been <laughs> confirmation or... I don't know, but I've seen it, and it's wow. like, man, I would be... I'd be pretty well, it's upset. disrespectful. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But again, those are some of the... Less reputable tap houses, that places that just have taps and aren't really giving a shit about the beer, which I think is, is super important, especially because you're trusting your beer to that tap house to serve it properly. So yeah, 
And so, that jumps in at why we self-distribute, too. So yeah. we, we pick and choose where our stuff can go. Right. You never know how long my stuff's going to sit in the distributor's warehouse right. and where it's going. Yeah. So we're going to wrap it up. I'm going to ask the one, how long is the brew day? I know we got off topic a little bit. How long does, when do you, when do you get to relax? It's an eight or ten hour day. Oh crap! Really? Yeah. From yeah. start to finish, I'd say eight or ten hours. What? That's what's clean, and that's just clean up. That's, and, and that's okay. So, but that's brewing the beer, cleaning up. That's not even. Bought, is that including like? Wait a um, minute. He just he said eight or ten hour day, and our IT guy said, "Oh crap," because that's a long. That's like abnormal. He's like, I, I don't, I'm in my PJs. <laughs> I got, I got, he may have three days he has to get put pants on <laughs> and he's bitching Two. about an eight or ten hour brew day I heard it well, I don't put pants on <laughs> our equipment's small he goes I gotta put pants on to come to these things <laughs> god <damn> it. <laughs> you, you don't have to you can brew here without in your pajamas I know what's happening you know where I'm going eight, hour, eight, eight to ten hour a day is pretty no, normal but Pat no no I, no. that's not what I meant though, but, I didn't know but he's moving they're moving a lot of stuff you know you're, you're, you're throwing Grain, you're, you're yeah. pretty um, compact here. Everything's now, close, and uh, but is that also in. including getting the beers that are already kind of prepped out down into keg and all See, that, or is that a whole nother a whole other day? Yeah. <laughs> but during the brew process, during the downtime, we're always trying set, to figure yeah. out how you multitask. Yeah. So when you've mashed in and you're waiting for that to steep, there's always kegs clean, that need cleaning. to be emptied and cleaned so they can get in line to be sanitized so that when you're pulling stuff out of the fermenter the next day, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's always a multitask situation. Just, just, just a round robin the whole, it's just a round robin yes. of everything. Yeah. I'm not just sitting watching the grain all day cook. I, I'm, it, like you said, in the downtime, during the mash, during, during your each... Uh, time you put in hops, there you know you got time in between. There's stuff going on all day, so yeah, it's, wow. a, it's an on your feet all day day. But I get more than just a brew done, right? Okay. So and that's and that's why I think you need to you know I wanted the listeners to get it's 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 not just like we sit in the garage for five hours right. and watch the watch the thing and stir yeah. the kettle. Yeah. No, and you know I mean granted we we got to multitasking a little while right. there because you a couple of you guys were cleaning bottles mm-hmm. while the rest right. of us were watching the brew go, but. That's a that's a five hour day for that's right. a five hour right. one day a week for us. Right, they're doing it eight ten hours several days a week because they have to keep doing this and and I'm not doing this to I wasn't really bringing this up to like scare anybody but it's it's a lot of work. Oh, it's, it it's you oh it's a microbrew. They're just kind of doing this in their uh, they're retired. It's their spare time. If you don't it, like cleaning dishes at home, you won't like <laughs> yeah. doing this. Yeah. That's all you do is clean. Yeah. Right. Now, I mean, do, do your kids help at all? Do, you have ki- do the kids help at all or no? No. Damn Not it. in the brew process. We're fortunate enough the drink, that... They, they help with the drinking. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> 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 they do help us in the tap room with cleaning dishes and things like that. Awesome. Uh, we're fortunate enough in Indiana uh, that... And, well, I'm going to guess most states that your children, stepchildren, nieces and nephews, regardless of their age, they can work in the tap room. Really? As long as they I don't touch beer, they can be doing other functions. They, so just, can't, they just can't pour. Correct. Correct. Okay. So our kids are washing a lot of pint glasses. And for us, it's that's good nice. for them. You know what? It's you good think, for them. Yeah. If you think about it, we're here Thursday through Sunday. Most of those are late evening hours. We've got a couple teenagers left at home that we do want to see. And then on our off days, we're brewing and cleaning. And I have another company that keeps me out at hospitals with photography. And so wow. sometimes those evenings where we have the kids here helping us, 
our goal is family because, time. Yeah, <laughs> oddly <laughs> enough, again with multitasking, we have to turn this into family time. And I think that's what we hear all the time. You know, the the science behind brewing. It's like you know, what about the real world implications about it? Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> real world. Pieces. But it's but it's like you know, thirty percent science, seventy percent cleaning. Yeah, absolutely. Well, cleaning, probably cleaning, sixty percent cleaning. cleaning. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. And it? God forbid you want to do like a, a, a yeah, a sour. Yeah. The ghost is well, going to be tough enough to clean. Yes. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah then we go to 90% clean. clean. You don't go to, yeah. a, you know, a, the, the Brett Sour no. or anything like that. Hell no. <laughs> I'm probably just going to replace the lines after we yeah. serve that no, ghost that, that, out. Yeah, at that, you just you buy another another warehouse like four miles away, so there's no chance of any cross-contamination. It's a smart thing to do. Yeah, pretty much. So, well, thanks, guys. I mean, it's been great. Uh, love you guys. We've been, uh, you know, we've been... Championing you for the last uh, year really that we've known you, it. and we really appreciate all the hospitality. Love you guys. Um, really yeah. had a great time at our Halloween thing uh, over at Tippy's, and Always hopefully fun. they'll do that again. Uh, the pumpkin muff was great, by Thank the you. way. <laughs> um, it was great. It was it was a great beer. What? I have some left. I can put it on the Ooh. side. You have, you, have some, you have some muff left for me to take yeah, home with I me? Sure <laughs> <do>. <laughs> Mike never disappoints. <laughs> <laughs> Muff for everybody. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, and we're happy you guys are doing so well. I know Thank it's you. a lot of work for you, but it seems like you're enjoying enjoying it at least. Are we you enjoying really it? Oh, we day. have a blast here. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it's 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 got to be tough work, but it's it's interacting with people. It's interacting with your town. It's uh, yeah. It's it's just got to be it's it's got to be fulfilling. It is, and it sounds like truly. it is. And we're really happy for you guys on that. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thanks. We'll, we'll come back and do a big, like a big summer event. We got a big breakout, you know. Dude, maybe this, we love this place. We'd love to do some more of you guys. And yeah, I'm loving that. Yeah, like uh, I said, the, the new tap room is great. What yeah. was this before, real quick? Uh, Years ago, it, it started out as a lumber yard, and okay. then it evolved into an automatic music company that sold coin operated uh, music stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. The last, and then it, it evolved into a, a services company that did a lot of rehabs on homes. So okay. this made sense because they had so many construction items they had to store and all yeah. that. And the last thing it was was called the redo. It was a consignment shop. Okay. And so when we purchased mm-hmm. this, most of that was up front. And this was just basically an OSB walled room. Mm-hmm. And th- this is where we spent the most of our time dressing out this tap room, uh, getting our taps, building that right. walk-in cooler that obviously had to be built out. Yeah. Well, that's um, great. But, yeah, like I, said, I, was, I was just curious what it was before. Cause Roach is convinced there's a distillery back in that, in that uh, old building. barn back in there. That yeah. red, in that big red barn? Yeah. He's like, what is it back there? I know there's, I know there's a still back there. <laughs> we dream about owning that barn one the, the, day. The moonshine, really? the moonshine distillery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, God bless. We love you guys, man. Thank you. Uh, Thanks so much. We'll be back often and as much as we can. Well, so. he lives 15 minutes from well, here. Well, I'll so be, yeah. 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 You can move. Next time I'll bring my my albums. Well, I can, actually, I can. Albums. You're right. I can actually move anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I just need internet. Uh, lots of. I need lots of fast internet. I'm good. <laughs> Who knows? But guys, thank you uh, for sitting with us. Thanks for all the beers and um, oh. cheers. Thank cheers. you. Cheers to you. Cheers. Thanks, cheers. Lazing down the 